This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Do you want to set your child up for success? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. Well, I know with Eleanor, when she was struggling so much with math, if she had been able to do online learning at home, she would have been much better able to keep up with the class, and that would have just made the whole situation much easier for her. Don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And half your listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash happier. Visit IXL.com slash happier to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast where we discuss ideas about how to be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative. This week we'll talk about why we're observing complimentary May, and we will tackle a listener question related to family members' annoying habits of TV watching. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, and human nature. For once, I am not in my home office in New York City. I am in beautiful San Francisco, and joining me today from L.A., so Elizabeth, we are in the same time zone for one time, (laughs) is my sister Elizabeth Kraft. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A., and Gretchen, you know, I watch a lot of TV, so yes. I'm always interested in talking about anything related to a TV issue. Yes, TV issues, they abound. It's my life. We have a lot of updates. And Elizabeth, I've been saying that lately I've been having a lot more fun than you. Uh, yes. Last last few weeks. Yes. So you have not been having that much fun. Well, we are in our like final push of getting the scripts done for season two of Fantasy Island. And we have had been plagued by many issues on set Lots of it COVID-related. So I have been just nose to the grindstone. I know. And when we do our family updates, you're setting that. And I'm like, oh, a bunch of friends from high, from like grade school and high school and I all got together in New York. And we went to see Hadestown and we made dinner together. Yeah. That was super fun. I saw some friends of mine. Oh, and one of the friends I realized is the longest, most enduring relationship that I have had in my whole life other than you, Elizabeth, and and our parents, because I met her in kindergarten and you were born when I was in preschool. Wow. That was cool. And I was just in Iceland. I was participated in the Iceland Writers Retreat. I was one of the faculty members of that. So I was in Iceland, which is a place that I've always wanted to go. It was beautiful. There were all these cool people. It was so exciting. I didn't get COVID, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I had to test to come back in the United States. 
So that was super fun. Yeah, it looks phenomenal, Gretchen. Yeah, it's a real, it's a really, really great place. I highly recommend it. And, I, and for writers, I highly recommend the Iceland Writers Retreat. And Gretchen, summer is coming up, and we are asking people to send in their favorite beach reads. So mysteries, thrillers, um, just page-turning fiction that's perfect for summer reading. We want to get your list. The hope is that if we get a bunch of really great suggestions, and you know, maybe we'll get some that get a lot of votes, we'll put together a list so that as people are getting excited to read, they have a lot of listener suggestions. Because one of the things we learned from... Read 21 and 21 is that having a book that you're excited to read makes it much more fun to read. So send in your suggestions of your favorite beach reads. Yes. And every 10th episode is our very special episode. And for episode 380, we are doing an an Ask Us Anything. We haven't done one of these in a while. So send us any questions you have. It can be related to show running. It can be related to growing up in Kansas City. It can be related to habit formation, the four tendencies. Bring it on. Yes. Can't wait to hear what people have to ask. Okay, Elizabeth. This week, our Try This at Home tip. Okay, this is a nice change, Alyssa. So Mm -hmm. we were complaint-free for April or trying to be complaint-free. So now we are doing complimentary May when we are full of compliments and praise. We're like doing the opposite. Yes. I think this will be easier, Gretchen, than not complaining. Mm. I think not complaining was very difficult. Yeah. So how did we do? How would you say you did with not complaining? I don't think I did great. I will say it was a very challenging month, a particularly hard time for me not to complain. I do think, though, that it was laying great groundwork for a future non-complaining month. So I think it was Mm. good to be aware of it. I want to do it again, maybe in July um, or August, and see if I can do better. How about you? Yeah, you definitely set yourself a high bar, because I would say this is like your entire career. This is definitely in the top five challenging, you know, maybe top three, maybe top one. I don't know. But I think you did a better job of trying. I feel Mm. like I just found it very hard to remember to do it. So I think that you feel like you did worse because you tried harder, whereas I just, I don't know why. I put up the post-it notes. I tried the the thing on my wrist. It was hard for me. But I love giving compliments and praise. So I'm hoping that that this will come more easily to me because it, it seems like the kind of thing I think about more. Yes. And you do give a lot of compliments. So what is the idea with complimentary May, Gretch? Well, one of the things is, okay, well, it's focusing on the positive. And of course, a lot of our experience in life is what we choose to spend time thinking about. And so anytime we're thinking about gratitude or appreciation or noticing the positive, that helps amplify it in our mind. So it's not that we're overlooking something or ignoring something, but just we're, we're training our attention. And I think the word compliment can sound a little bit insincere, like, oh, I love your shoes. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about compliments, we really mean like sincere heartfelt recognition of something that someone's doing well. And I think, Elizabeth, for you and me both, it's not about some shallow recognition. Right. Right. But to really search for something profound, I find that the best compliments are things that where people don't necessarily expect them. Like when you're helping them to understand that they have a strength or helping other people recognize that someone did something well, So that it really does give them that feeling of like, oh, I'm being noticed, or I didn't even know, or I kind of went the extra mile and somebody saw it, or I never thought of myself as being particularly good at something, but now that somebody points it out, yes, I am. You know, helping people enrich their sense of themselves 
through our observation more than us just lavishing praise on them to kind of make them feel good. Yes. And also, Gretchen, you know, if you don't tell people, they don't always know how you feel. Being, uh, you know, a showrunner, I really need to give people compliments to tell them, okay, this is great. That was a great idea. This is a really solid script. Because if you don't express how you're feeling, they don't know. And they're just in the dark. Right. And then it's harder for them to know what to do more of because they don't know that that was good. And so it's like you're not giving them a, a signal. I mean, and also about kind of giving people a signal is the urge to give false compliments, Mm. which I also think can be like sort of strangely tempting to do sometimes. Oh, for sure. When someone, you know, they want to be given a compliment and you just, you're, what you're saying is insincere. That is a tough situation to navigate. And we're not suggesting that we just give compliments when they're not deserved, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but part of it is, is looking for the opportunity. I mean, one thing I think is people who are reliable are often taken for granted. And so it can be nice to say to somebody like, wow, I really appreciate that I never have to worry about whether XYZ thing is going to happen. Or I know that yeah. I can always count on you to do XYZ. Like Eleanor's really conscientious about doing her homework without me badgering her or whatever. And every once in a while, I want to say like, wow, it's just, it's really great. I know from other people that other children need a lot more support, and it's great that you don't need that. Or somebody who maybe for their job or something, people don't recognize. So I mentioned that I had all these friends from grade school and high school. We had a little reunion, and we were taking an Uber somewhere in New York City. Or no, we were taking a taxi because it was New York City. So you're in a taxi, and this taxi driver was very, not aggressive and not dangerous, but I mean, he was like really like moving in and out. And I was thinking my mother-in-law would not like to be in this car because she doesn't like that kind of thing. I don't think your mom would either. No, mom would not have enjoyed this, but he was doing it very well. This was all happening in the back of my mind. You know how you're not consciously registering something, but but you are consciously registering. But then as we pulled up in our destination, one of my friends said to the person driving, said, wow, you're really an excellent driver. And you could tell. He's like, well, I got to keep it fun. And you could tell that he was like, I am an excellent driver and nobody notices. And here's somebody who does it. And I'm, you could just tell he was so happy and it was completely true, but she just took the time. And I was like, okay, that's a great example of how giving someone a compliment, it's totally well-deserved. It's not empty praise, but it really made his, he felt, he felt recognized for something that he was doing very skillfully. Well, Gretchen, of course, the thing about giving compliments is it also makes the person giving them feel good. So rather than looking for negative, which tends to make us feel bad, even though it's very tempting, if you're looking for good things people are doing, or you're looking for ways that you appreciate the people at work or people in your family or your friends, then that's going to fill you with good feelings. So it it works for both people. No, it's do good, feel good. I mean, it's absolutely true. I mean, and it just makes everybody feel, you know, if you're a clerk in customer service, just a kind word goes so far and giving people that recognition, you're absolutely right, makes us feel better. I mean, Alyssa, I think that we have to mention hmm. in the five love languages, you and I are words of affirmation. Yes. So we, we are. feel this deeply. <laughs> yes. We like getting compliments. We like praise. Yeah, it's, nice you- gold, it's kind of like give gold stars, really, is what we could call it. It is. 
It is. Yeah. No, exactly. Why did we not think of that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to hear us talk about, we did a whole very special episode about the five love languages. So if you want to hear about words of affirmation and the other four, that's episode 88. I'll put a link in the show notes. And I will say this is do good, feel good. It's also true that research suggests that it can help offset the negative effects of stress at work. Mm. It makes you more likely to want to help or collaborate. That makes sense, right? If you feel like you're getting recognition and people like feel good about what you're doing and you feel good about what they're doing, you're going to want to work together. But here's something interesting. One study found that people consistently underestimated how much a compliment would make someone else feel good. Like they didn't realize like how welcome it would be. And they also overestimated how awkward it would feel to give somebody a compliment. So basically there's a disconnect. People feel weirder about the idea of giving a compliment But people do not feel weird about getting a compliment. They don't feel awkward. They like it. So if you're kind of like, ooh, this feels like, it feels a little awkward to say to the guy driving the cab, hey, you're an excellent driver. Push through. Yeah, that's quite welcome. Oh, yay. Well, this will be fun, Gretch. We'll have to report back how we're doing. I think we'll do better on this one. Yeah, I think we will. So let us know if you do try this at home and how observing complimentary May or like giving gold stars, now we have an alternate title, works for you. Let us know on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or drop us an email at podcast at GretchenRubin.com. Or as always, you can go to the show notes. This is episode 377. Coming up, we have a refrigerator organization happiness hack. But first, this break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. 
Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. So, Elizabeth, for this hack, again, I went, I was hanging out with my friends. So we went over to a friend's house who lives in New York City with me, which is great. I see her all the time. And I opened up her fridge and she had a lazy Susan in her fridge. Yes. And we have been talking about lazy Susans a lot lately because Sarah, my co-host of Happier in Hollywood, got a lazy Susan. We talked about it in episode 254 of Happier in Hollywood. And it changed her life. <laughs> and I went to her house and I'm like, there's the lazy Susan. Well, and, and, and later I called, you know, because our, our grandparents had a lazy Susan that we both fascinated us when we were little and we would go over there. And so when you were talking about the lazy Susan, it gave me so much happiness to remember our grandparents' lazy Susan. And then I thought, yeah, I forgot about the power of the lazy Susan. And then in my friend's fridge, I was like, what a brilliant place because she had all her upright condiments. You know, the ones that are always like jammed into, yes. your, into your fridge door and are like spilling out and are all sticky. It was just like this like little, you could just spin and then it was Tabasco and ketchup and all there. Such a good idea. Right? It's the smallest thing, but it can give you immense satisfaction because it just solves that little annoyance. Yes. And then everyone knows where that stuff is, right? Because only the person who put it away last time really knows where it is. So (laughs) We ended up with like 10 bottles of ketchup because people kept looking in the fridge and being like, we don't have any ketchup. And it's like, oh yeah, we do. It's just not where you think it is. So yes, Yes. Lazy Susan. And now I know yourself better question. Listen, I think this, I love this question. And here I will lob it to you. Which historical site or natural wonder has made the greatest impression on you. Mm. Well, you know what, Gretchen? I think I have to go with Ellis Island. And Ellis Island, Gretchen, for anyone who doesn't know, is where immigrants came in and filled out paperwork and had physical exams and all of that before they came into the United States. Yeah, and now it's a whole big national park and a historical site. It's it's all been developed because of its historic role in immigration. Yes. And I think when you go there and you just think about people just coming for a better life and so many different nationalities. And um, it's funny because recently we showed Jack the Godfather and Godfather Mm. 2. And in that you see Vito come through and and the crowds. And um, it was just really interesting. And Jack was like, what's that? Where is that? So he definitely wants to go to Ellis Island next time we're in New York. Yeah, it's it's a really, that's an amazing sight. I would say going to the war rooms in London, because I Mm. wrote my biography of Winston Churchill, 40 Ways to Look at Winston Churchill. And not long after that, I went to the war rooms. And I mean, It's just, they're small, it's crowded. And just, I I like wasn't able to even stretch my imagination enough to like imagine. And apparently it was like all thick with smoke, you know, because everybody's like smoking cigarettes and cigarettes. And and, like running around and bombs falling and all that. I was trying so hard to imagine it. I really couldn't, but it was so moving Mm -hmm. to just be, to like, here it is. This is the actual place where so much of, of that action occurred. So, you know, yeah, it was very, very deeply moving. And I highly recommend it to anybody who's going through London. 
But so when we think, okay, what does the know yourself better question reveal? It's interesting, Elizabeth, that neither you nor I picked a natural wonder. Ah, yes, that's true. You know, I did see one of the seven natural wonders uh, in Argentina, the Iguazu Falls, which was gorgeous, but it, not as moving to me as Ellis Island. But maybe it's because you and I aren't nature people as much as some other people are. Well, and I think that's why it's an interesting know yourself better question, because I bet for many people... They would have many, this mountain or this plain or going to the desert. Or seeing the giant redwoods. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, right. So then it kind of reveals your values too. And so it's a good know yourself better. I think it's also interesting, like, have you gone to that place once or have you gone many times? Because I think for many people, they want to return. And I don't think you or I have returned. I mean, I haven't returned. Have you returned? Not yet, but I want to with Jack. So hopefully I'll return soon. And I'm sure it'll be a different experience like as an actual full-grown adult than it was yes. when I was 19. And speaking of bringing Jack, it also tells you like what kind of places do you want to show your child. Right. Which also goes to your values and your, and your values as a family. And also just like the idea of like going to a place with other people. Like I would say I went to the war room with other people, but that didn't really affect my experience. Mm. But I think for some things it would be much more meaningful to be with other people. So that's another kind of know yourself better, which is what to you would be the most meaningful kind of occasion and it also might tip you off to what you might want to do next. Yes, that's right. To other things that would be impactful for you. Yeah. Yeah, so many places to see, Gretch. It can be hard to yes. choose. So it's, this is a good way to help you. Absolutely. And now for a listener question. Yes, she says, what should I do when my in-laws get together? We watch movies. I really enjoy this low-key together time, lounging together as a family, but it never fails. Eventually, everyone is on their phone scrolling. It annoys me, especially annoys me when my mother-in-law looks up and asks about the plot. You would know what's happening if you weren't on your phone. Well, this is tough because I think this is a very common problem, right? I was doing it during The Godfather. I am guilty, Gretch. So, so what do you do about it, right? Okay, so it's a very common thing, and it is annoying when people talk to you when you're watching. Now, one thing is you say, like, this is really family fun time. That's what the purpose of that activity is. Kind of did this thing, like, is it the activity or is it the company? You're like, it's the company and the family time, so I'm just going to let it go. I'm just going to yeah. say, I don't like it, but in the interest of family harmony, I'm just going to let it go. Yeah. Is one, is one. Yeah. What else? Another thing you can do is stop the video to explain. So when she asks you the question, actually stop it because one, it'll really point out that, oh, everyone now has to stop watching because you weren't paying yeah. attention. But also on a practical level, it keeps you from missing the next scene of the movie because you're talking over it. Right. And I think then it might encourage other people to say, let's yeah. just keep going. Yeah. And so again, it might yeah. it might help to correct the yeah. behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, one thing you could say is, and, and again, maybe note this will fool no one, is like, hey, maybe we should all put our phones in the other room and really focus on the movie or whatever and see if you can get people to join in on that. I don't know. In my family, that would not fly. Yes. But I think in some families, it might work. Yes. I think also if you had a lot of people, it would maybe help more. It'd be easier. Uh, well, is it... Um, one time when I was just recently using my phone while watching TV, so I love the TV show Severance, and the finale is like incredible. 
incredibly stressful. Like you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And I had to keep checking my phone because I just couldn't take the tension. Uh So I was like, ooh, I'll just like check my email as a way to, you know what I mean? Like calm myself or to give myself a break from the tension. So I was sort of using it because otherwise I I would have been jumping out of my seat. Well, so you're a TV writer. Is this something that that people now are think about as they're writing TV? That viewers are often scrolling through their phones. Not really, because if we thought about that, we'd probably drive ourselves nuts. But one thing, though, that is true, Gretchen, is we always try to give like if we have two female actors who have any similarities in appearance, we try to give them very different hairstyles because we do know that people are usually not paying that much attention. And so we want an easy signifier that like, hey, these are two different people. So we do in some ways take into account the whole how much attention are people paying but when you're writing, you can't worry about that. Oh, that's I, I have seen that on shows where I'm like, I'm glad that guy always wears the red cowboy yeah, hat. That's exactly. very handy. Okay, that's, that's, it's like that's not an accident. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Well, if anybody has any solutions, I know this is something where we've probably like we've all done it and we've all been annoyed by it. You yep. know, we've been on both sides. Tend to create solutions because um, it's a very common problem. Yes. Coming up, I give myself what I imagine is a repeat demerit. But first, this break. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy for people or for dogs. We all know that, and kibble is subject to multiple rounds of high heat processing, making it an ultra-processed food. The farmer's dog is real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. My dog, Barnaby, loves the farmer's dogs. When he sees me pulling one of those packets out, he comes running. It's personalized, vet-developed, and it has recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, and they're conveniently delivered on whatever schedule works for me. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash happier. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash happier. Gretch, I love eating sandwiches like a grilled cheese or a peanut butter (laughs) sandwich is my ideal lunch, but I'm very aware of my carb intake, so oftentimes I avoid sandwiches. Luckily, Hero Bread has remade carby, empty-calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no-net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories. Plus, it has protein and fiber. I have been using it to make grilled cheeses, and I use their tortillas to make a cheese quesadilla, and I am in heaven. Hero Bread tastes great, has a terrific texture, and helps you meet your nutrition goals. Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use happier at checkout. That's happier at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Okay, Elizabeth, it is time for demerits and gold stars, and this is your week for demerit. Yes. Okay, Gretchen, you and I have talked many times about the family updates we do. Mom started this where we just email each other and say, oh, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. It's in the 70s. I went to the grocery store. We saw this movie, you know, yeah. just mundane daily stuff. And I have been 
so bad about doing it lately. I just, you know, again, I've been so busy. Um, I just haven't kept up and I should because especially now when I'm busy, it's like the best time to do it because I don't have a lot of time to talk. So it's all the more reason I should be shooting off these emails and just keep everyone posted about what's going on. It's funny to me how enjoyable update is. Like, you know, you have big news, but even the most mundane, ordinary news, I really love getting updates. So yeah, they're really fun. Me too. And now my gold star, I want to give a gold star to all all these high school and grade school friends because we had to postpone a couple of times because of COVID, but we finally managed to do it. And it's hard when there's a lot of people to herd the cats and everybody played a role in doing this, that, or the other thing. And I don't believe it's going to happen until everybody's like landed in New York City. And it was just so much fun. And I have to say that having these relationships that stretch far back, I mean, and I have other friends that I keep in touch with on Facebook, just, you know, just those mundane updates. I really, really value it. I love feeling connected to my past. And it was interesting. Yeah. We, we spent like 10 hours, maybe 10 or 12 hours, literally going around telling about every single member of our family, everything that was happening. And I was like, we know. We know your brothers and sisters. We know your parents. We remember your dogs and your cats. We remember the old house. We remember your grandparents. We remember the teachers. We remember like all the places that we used to go. We had a big, we were trying to remember the name of Papa Wells. Yeah. Elizabeth, do you remember the store that had sold the Lucite stuff on the plaza? Oh, yeah, the yes, Lucite we like, what is store. It? What is it? Yes, everything, everything Lucite. Lucite. It was like, we all loved it. We were all like, what is that store? What is that store? I have this. I still have that from there. You know what I mean? We were calling people's parents, asking them, what's the name of the store? And these are just, this, this is just, you know, make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver, the other is gold. And I was just thinking, like, oh, yeah. I, I just feel so fortunate to have had this time with these, with these people. So gold star. There is nothing like an old friend. Nothing like an Absolutely. old friend. The resources for this week. Okay, we mentioned that we are heading into the summer, design your summer. And we know from the past that a lot of people design their summer to have more reading, also, hashtag read 21 and 21. So if you want to like work on your habit of reading and get some help jumpstarting a reading routine, you can go to happiercast.com slash reading for a reading jumpstart. Also, send in your beach reads, and I'll create a resource for that. And I also want to remind people about my Moment of Happiness newsletter. This is where five days a week I send out a newsletter that just has a beautiful quotation related to happiness or human nature. It's one of the highlights of my life is (laughs) finding these quotations and like sharing these quotations. So if you love a beautiful quotation as much as I do, go to GretchenRubin.com slash newsletter and you select daily happiness quotation. That's the moment of happiness newsletter. What are we reading? Elizabeth, what are you reading? Gretch, I have to admit, I'm not reading anything this week. I am too okay. overwhelmed. I'm letting it okay. go this week. How about you? Okay. I am reading a book called Songs of the Gorilla Nation, My Journey Through Autism by Don Prince Hughes. And that is it for this episode of Happier. Remember to try this at home. Observe complimentary May. Give out those gold stars. Let us know if you are joining us. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Twitter, at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Elizabeth Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And you know, if you want to join in complimentary May and compliment the show, please rate us, review us. That really helps people find the show. We appreciate it so deeply. We are sending you our compliments for your consideration. (laughs) If you do it, 
Thank you. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us Onward and Upward. Gretchen, speaking of compliments and when people don't have a compliment to give you, I was thinking whenever we hand in something that people don't like, what executives have clearly been told to say is, thank you for all the work that you've put into this. Oh. Which then you know they hate it. Yes. It's like, oh, we cracked that code. (laughs) Yeah. So, yes. So whenever it starts with that, we know we're in trouble. Okay. Oh, that's hilarious. From the Onward Project. I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for ways for my son to get involved and give back in our local community. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, is also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students.